Hey! This is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where best friends recap romance novels while interrogating themselves, having minor existential crises, and cackling in the face of that sublime adventure. Like many of you, I've had the people of Maui on my mind since it's been ravaged by the wildfires. In case you missed it, Lucy Eden has organized a Romance for Maui auction, and there are some absolutely incredible items that you can bid on. And if you're listening on release day, that's August 21st, this is the very last day that you can bid. I'm going to link that in the show notes for you. And I've decided that we're going to do our annual Patreon fundraiser to benefit Maui Relief Organizations. So from now until September 18th, anyone who signs up as a new patron or increases their current pledge, we will double that amount and donate it to help the people of Maui recover. So for example, if you sign up as a $5 patron, you get access to those 170 bonus episodes that we have in our back catalog, and we donate $10. If you're currently a patron, you can increase and we will double that amount. So if you go from being a $10 patron to a $20 patron, we'll donate 40. And you can still get the 10% annual discount. But if you decide to pay annually, I do not apply that discount to the donation total. So if you sign up for an annual membership at the $15 level, you still get a $10 discount, but we will donate $30. The organizations we'll be splitting the donations between are the Maui Food Bank and the Maui Fire Relief Fund. Oh, being born and raised there, it's it's especially heartbreaking to see just how devastating these have been. So if you've been on the fence about Patreon, now's a perfect time to sign up. You get access to the entire back catalog and all the other goodies, and your dollars go to help the people of Maui. And on the subject of Patreon, we have some brand new patrons along with some old friends that I want to shout out. So new this week are Miranda, Austin R, Giselle H, Chelsea W, SM, Lauren S, and Jesse OS. And then we've got some longer term patrons that I want to send big giant smooches to. So Kate G, Melissa S, Audrey R, Isadora B, Sarah Lee M, Rosie W, and Leslie, thank you so much for being patrons. Okay, y'all. Today is a momentous occasion because Alexis and Kimberly Lemming are back and we dive into some dark romance. This is going to be part one of King of Flesh and Bone. Patrons, part two is up on Patreon right now for you to consume so you won't have to wait until next week. Otherwise, part two will be next week's regular episode. For today, we've got some trigger warnings. In this episode, we discuss death, murder, suicide, dubious consent at best, and one could argue no consent, violence, sexual violence, and forced servitude. So take care if any of those are going to be too much for you right now. 
All right, here we go. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> so first of all, I am like on a 13. Like mm -hmm. this book has put mm -hmm. me in a place. Mm -hmm. I came down earlier so that I could get here and Michael was taking care of the rest of bedtime. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I think I hear him coming down the stairs. And then I did come out into the kitchen as he was moving in from another direction. And I literally startled like a cat. I jumped, <laughs> I hit all fours. I literally did this with my hands. It was like my tail was bushy. <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah, you would have done a really great job with whatever intruder you're worried about. And literally it was like, oh, Danger. Yes. Everything is danger in my mind yeah. right now. Yeah. I don't know what this book did to me, mm -hmm. you wonderful mm -hmm. assholes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've been out. Did we not warn you that our brains became rewired after we read yes. this? No, you did. we did. not warn you? No, you absolutely did. And that's part <laughs> of it. That's part of it. I feel like I betrayed myself. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because there's only, there's the before King of Flesh and Bone times and the after times. And like, I yeah. only understand my life in the after mm -hmm. times. Now, I just, I just want to preface listener and you, Melody, yeah. with yeah. how I came about this book and after I sent it to Alexis. <laughs> yes. Because, so there's dark romance and then there's dark romance. Yes. Correct. And yes. I didn't know which this was going to be. And so I like, oh, King of Flesh and Bone. It's mm -hmm. going to be an evil god. There's going to be some morally gray shit. Twin sure. loves that. Let me send it to her because I've already started reading yeah. it and falling in love. Mm -hmm. I get mm -hmm. deeper into the storyline and realized this is a very fucked up book. Mm -hmm. This is an extremely uh -huh. fucked up book mm -hmm. that I uh -huh. sent to Alexis who has not messaged me a single thing about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. No. oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Did because... I ruin our friendship? <laughs> with <this book? laughs> At the same time, I am reading this book and going, put it down. I love this book. And then I'm yeah. like, I'm a broken person. I Am I okay? I can't tell Kim I love this book because she hasn't mentioned it. So she probably read oh, it no. like a sane person. It was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. It was like hard limits all over the yeah. place. Meanwhile, Put down. Yeah. I read it fearing I broke my friendship with Alexis and then immediately <laughs> read book two because I couldn't <laughs> fucking stop. You were like, the, the friendship's over anyway, <laughs> you know? It's over. Like, so then I am just, I am burning in my soul to yes. talk about this book. I'm Same. burning all up inside. Same. And so eventually, I think like two weeks after the fact, I just messaged Alexis like, I. so I read the whole thing in book two. And she's like, me too! Oh my God! <laughs> and everybody felt better. Everyone... Yeah. Felt better. And I have to understand, listener, you need to know, I sent this book to a girlfriend of mine because I was like, I love this book. I, yeah. And she was like, she came back to me and she's like, I read this book and I kept whispering to myself every five seconds, what the fuck? She's like, <laughs> but I didn't stop reading it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I started pulling a heroine and being like, none of it's real. None of it's real. Yeah. It's all, it's illusion. It's an illusion. The I whole mean, time, I'm just like, I yes. 
should not be into this but for some strange reason when it's a fucked up god railing me against a pile of bones i'm suddenly fine with it i'm actually great doing suddenly right over here in it to fucking win it um i listened to at least two chapters two fairly early chapters (laughs) of this on a playground as i was dropping mm -hmm, off mm -hmm, my child mm -hmm. for her last day of camp um, because you know, I yep. am um boss babe or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you never stop the hustle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and like I cannot my eyes, I was like, I don't know. I had this moment where I was like, do I need to take away my own romance yeah. cred? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because my eyes were saucers the whole time. It's a wild book. And it is listen, it's a wild book, but it is it's First of all, the writing is incredible. Like Phenomenal. The writing is top fucking notch. Holy mm-hmm. cow, the writing is incredible. And also, it is a book. I mean, it's it's a two-parter. So, like, be warned. Like, just be prepared to read both books. And I am genuinely, like, usually with a duo, like, with a duo, I'm kind of like, Ugh. This was one yeah. of those books where, like, it was not big. You needed the duo. So, like, you mm-hmm. just have to think uh-huh. of the two books as one book. But it is, it is, like, upon rereading it the eight millionth time, it's right. so smart. It is it's so, so smart. So smart. The way, oh, my God, before we find out, I'm so sorry. I just have to say this out yes. loud because it's it's say a detail it. that I'm going to forget if we're in the middle of the recap. Yes. There is a moment. Okay, so you you know how when she's getting, um, uh, <laughs> she's getting drugged by that mule, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. head is going thud, 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 but you don't know it's her head. Yes. Then later on, before we know what his powers do, she takes one of the slippers and drops it on the ground and it makes the sound thud. Yes. this is how fucking dare you i didn't understand it until i don't know 60 pages later yes like this is what i'm saying homegirl lives it she homegirl is doing the work wow (laughs) and that is why we continuously stock her socials yes where is the next where is the next yeah i feel like a crazy because like i try to be chill Cause like no, I know. Author, we know I too many the, author we friends. Author. We have too many authors. Yeah, but I don't. We know what it's like. But like, I don't live, care. Hi. Live, live, yeah. girl, hey. honey, <laughs> honey. <laughs> if you could hear us, I would just like to interrupt real quick mm-hmm. to call Alexis out because okay. as one of her wow, author Alexis. friends, mm-hmm. she's never been chill. I am currently still in book jail. You're in book jail. <laughs> this is tr- that's right. This is true. No, but this. <laughs> but <laughs> I love how we both are like, yeah, no, we're going to be totally chill about it. And yet, that's that's like I don't know a third of what we do yeah. on the Discord yeah. is just like putting each other yes. in jail yep. to make sure the creative shit happens. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> I was in podcast jail last yeah. week and I deserved it. Yeah, it's listen. Yeah. I, did I get it done? I did. You did. You did because it cuz it cuz it worked. You know what I mean? Like I holy fuck. Okay. We just have to do it yeah, because we just I have could to talk about this for yes, 8 hours. Yes, yes. We have to start from the beginning where Okay. So first of all, <laughs> she I have now I mean there's been a minute since a first page of a, a sentence of a book has just knocked me on my fucking ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says, the dead are restless. I glanced out 
The rain blurred window toward the cemetery, the air inside the house thick with sweat and the sweetness of amniotic fluid. Yes. What the fuck does yes. that mean? Yeah. This the book fact that comes starts... in hot. Yeah. With a birth that might end in a zombie baby, I was like, yeah. I have to get this to Alexis right fucking yes. now. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And, yes. and I was like, are we in Haiti? Like, is the whole book set in Hades? Like, are we in hell? Are we on a physical plane? Like, what the fuck is going on? It's wild because what's happening is no one is dying okay so the the king of flesh and bone is not rotting the dead and so yeah. the whole world particularly on a full moon is just full of the dead just like being alive roaming around their bodies groaning. rotting it groaning they have a uh they call it the groan pits which is where they sort of pile oh the dead and like this woman is like she's like a midwife and it's like yeah. giving me witchy vibes because oh. they are awful to her it's like they need mm -hmm. her services but they call her an unwoman because she was not able to give her husband a child and so like yeah. there's a whole bunch of superstition around her and like it could be catching they think yeah and it's that they won't even pay her for her services yes. which honestly which irritated me the most right? like this is some but it is like it is uh, you you have to understand going to this book this is it's it's horror like it's mm -hmm. horror. it is absolutely yeah. makes your skin crawl it absolutely is because the the current predicament the heroine is in ada is she's trying to get this bitch to give birth mm -hmm. because she needs to go and weigh down the top of her husband's grave yes. lest he get up and start walking around with the head wound that put him in the grave and somehow she gave him the head wound. So I'm like, is she a murderer for reasons also? <laughs> and then this, this lady is literally trying to keep this baby up inside her because she wants to wait until daybreak, until after the full moon, because if it's after the full moon, she will know whether or not this baby is a stillbirth right. or if it's a live baby actually. Because if it's right. born during the full moon, even if it's a stillbirth, it will be animated right? and you'll like snuggle it all night and then find out in the morning that right. it is not actually living. Right. <gasps> I should also note that there is an added level of horror because most yeah. of the time the corpses don't do shit and just like groan around. Other times they'll fucking snap and tear you to pieces. Like keep in mind that is oh, a yeah. thing. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> No, never. Because I was like, oh, God, am she going to get killed by her own baby? That's intense. It is also a, a torrential downpour. Like, oh, my God. It's <laughs> it is storming. It's muddy. It's awful outside. And here's the thing. This is how you know, because homegirl's doing the work. This is how you know mm -hmm. Ada is that bitch. Yeah. Anyone else would be excused from saying... You know what? It's actually just two gangster outside. I'm not gonna wait can't out my it. husband's grave. I'm not. I can't do it. No. And it's completely mm. reasonable because she's got to like hitch up a whore, uh, a mule. She's got to like yeah. ride a carriage out there with a bunch of stones in the back. Like you would be forgiven for saying it is raining. It's pouring. It's like mud and water. I can't get there. Yeah. This is legitimately unreasonable. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she is like. She won't. This is my word. She's I like, made this vow. I made a promise. Yeah. 
I'm going. Yeah, Ada always keeps her word. That's important. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is important. So, this baby comes out and she like cradles it to her chest because one of the only things she's ever wanted in her whole life is is to have kids. And then she gives it to the mom and the dad has already walked in being like, what are you doing here, unwoman? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be around me and the my breeders, you know? Yeah. And so she's like feeling terrible about herself and she leaves. Her dad is trying to talk her out of going to weigh down this grave because her husband was actually a big giant yeah. asshole. Yeah, he's a piece yeah, of shit. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he threatened to sell her to, like, a really terrible brothel because she wasn't giving him a son. Yeah, yeah. And mind you, this is, like, it's also, like, it's so clever because she's also giving you a sense of the world. And so people are sort of pumped up on their piety, and she's an unwoman Mm. and unclean. But, like... Actually, the world is awful because it's not just that he was going to do this because he was a bad dude. It was his right to do this. This was him selling her to a brothel because she couldn't have babies was just like, oh, yeah, that's just the law. That's normal stuff. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? It's was it Mm -hmm. a Tuesday? It's fine. Like, and I love the religious dynamic of it, because in this world, All of the priests basically burned the books of the before times when they took over. It's like no one's allowed to read books that are not of the church. Mm -hmm. Most of them are illiterate. And Mm -hmm. the priest is just like up on all his fucking golden earrings and shit doing some fuck shit. It was such a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really was. So as she's with her dad trying to get this mule to lay down her husband's grave, she walks into the barn and that mule is dead. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, fuck, I have to take you for like one more ride, I guess. Like, please just work with me here. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Her- dad's like, cool your fucking jets, yeah. man. He's so reasonable. He's like, like, honestly, the I The most reasonable father yeah. in a book ever. <laughs> Absolutely. He's just like, fuck this uh, guy. You don't need to do this. Fuck this guy. Fuck this mule. Fuck this whole night. Let's go have some cocoa or something. And she just can't. So she gets like the bridle or whatever the fuck it is Mm -hmm. around it. Gets outside. The mule starts bucking. She gets caught on her leg. And then the mule takes off. Yes. Because we find out later that everything dead has this instinct to to go toward what they call the pale court. Their king is calling them. That's the one. Uh, Yeah. And so this mule just spooks and goes. mm -hmm. And then, like, end chapter, question mark? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the end of the chapter. Yeah. That's the end of the chapter. And then she's like, she's, well, as you said, she's, she's like being dragged and you're hearing her head knock around. And she's like being, I mean, obviously significantly injured. And then she sort of like is lying there and then hears this conversation. Yeah, after she also hears this disembodied thud. Yes, yes. Thud. She has no idea what the thuds are. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And then she hears this voice. And so the King of Flesh and Bone is there with his servant, Orle. And Mm -hmm. he comes in very hot because his first complaint is about how they have not left wine. Like... (laughs) She's like, there's a new dead mule here. And he's like, is there alcohol on that fucking meal. Exactly. Yeah. That's and all he cares like, about in the world. All he cares about. <laughs> <laughs> and oh Ada God. is sort of like half hearing this conversation. And the description of him, I have to read it, is like my Please. 
favorite because she says, um, like she looks up at him and she knows who he is. And she just, she says, cold, colorless eyes locked with mine, set in a face with a straight nose and firm jaw, all framed by long black hair. It brushed over a white untied shirt, barely hiding his well-thewed chest, hem mm. shoved into black breeches, no rich mm -hmm. embroidery, no gold chains, no embellishments. Nothing gave him away as more than a man, a wicked creature, not of this world. Yet I recognized him as who he was. Girl. Oh. <laughs> wow i who okay uh, he yeah i and was he, and he looks at her with this look of absolute disdain yes mm -hmm. like loathing and i mind you i'm on board yeah because i love that he is so otherworldly. like it is making this point that like he is otherworldly. Like, I think, no doubt, he's handsome. He could get it. But, like, <laughs> not in, like, a... He doesn't... Not in a normal not way. Not in a normal way. Uh, no. <laughs> no. You're not going to see him at B-dubs. No, you know? no. This man does not eat chicken wings. No. On just casual life. No, he does He does not. And wow. he is honestly not that impressed with her. Like No, at all. <laughs> His first words like not even to her but about her are how did this mortal enter my court yes yeah like and 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 like it, and then he's like this bitch is a trojan horse mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she got tied to this mule this mule brought her to me yes. it's some kind of trojan horse yes. situation and we got to take care yes. of this meanwhile she is actively dying on the ground because this is true. she yes. was dragged by a mule for many miles she's coughing oh, yeah. up her blood she yes. can barely oh, yeah. speak and then he yeah. she's drowning yelling at her yes. like, answer me who sent you and she's like yeah. oh. <laughs> and poor Orle is just like the bitch is drowning in her own blood she cannot answer you and he is just so ensconced like don't yes. you fucking die on my he floor can't. no yes, mortals so die mad. in my court drag yes. the bitch's ass outside she could yeah. die in the bones there right he said no mortal will die and find rest in my kingdom yes so he's like you know what all i have to do is take her basically he's he's disneyland yeah Nobody dies on Disneyland's nope. premises. You take them over the border. Yeah. And then they can do whatever they need to do. Yeah. But for him, he's going to snap their necks. Yeah. yeah. But. But then. <laughs> she hears a disembodied voice say, like, come to me. Yep. Let me take your breath. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she hears the king snarl. I forbid you to go to him. Yes. What the fuck does any of this mean yes. the reader thinks to herself <laughs> but i'd rather mend your flesh and keep you alive than have you die and make me an oath breaker yes this fucking line this line because in within the first few pages first few chapters she's establishing that ada is a woman of her honor she believes her word is her bond that has mm. true meaning to her she will mm. sacrifice anything to keep it and he also has this same obsession right with the uh -huh. honor of his word because uh -huh. that is why he keeps her alive because he is like Oh, I, no, I already said I'm not doing this. You're not going to make me an oath breaker. And like, 
Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah, well, and and I didn't realize this until later, but looking back on it, my understanding is that he wouldn't let her die and go to him because then he would have technically like harvested her flesh, mm-hmm, right? If mm-hmm. she died in his kingdom, right. he would have harvested her. Right. And that's wild yeah. because we don't know any of that context right now. No, no. But then he looks at her and he's like... He's like, you're so warm. Mm-hmm. My court is so cold. Mm-hmm. And he says, your heart will beat for eternity and no age shall befall your warm body while in my service, little mortal. The king's dark whisper hushed against my sweat hurled temple. Welcome to the pale court. Oh, my God. End chapter. Ma'ams. End chapter. Sploosh. Y'all. <laughs> exactly. Sploosh. <laughs> was on board my bags were packed yep i was in it to win it at this point but i also felt real weird about it yes real weird about it oh it only gets worse oh it only gets worse it It only gets worse worse. the first the amount that i was conflicted during this book until i wasn't all of a sudden and i didn't i hadn't even noticed when i crossed that line i didn't notice when i did a complete 180 Mm -hmm. and would die for him yes yes it is god damn it it's while because like it does not start out his words are like she wakes up in a bathtub and like orly mm-hmm. the servant is like orlay orly however you say yeah, orlay orlay is like washing her and like she is sort of immediately making plans <laughs> trying her oh, yeah. damnedness hold to on, get hold on. out yeah 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 kim yeah yeah before we get to that i need to tell y'all how chapter four opens because it's oh, very right. important yeah yes please, please darkness hummed a melody followed by a voice like teeth scraping over rock flesh and scar skin and bone feed her body to the throne who's talking in her head who's in there mm-hmm. who's mucking up in her head mm-hmm. okay continue we have mm-hmm. no idea <laughs> not yet and we don't find out for a fucking minute, a minute. Xander. yes but then we do baby when we it, do i mean it pays off oh it does yes yes okay so here we go he <laughs> so she notices that orle is in fact a corpse mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. then she, like, the whole court is, like, she calls it alabaster, and she thinks it's, like, all stone and whatever. <laughs> She's eating off of this, like, smooth pottery. <laughs> and so... She's like, how come you move and talk? Like, how come you're sentient? And she's like, oh, because, you know, the master tied my soul to my body or something. Right. And so I'm I'm his servant forever, right. basically. And so she's, like, trying to figure it out because at this point, she's thinking he's a king. Mm -hmm. There's obviously something, like, mystical going on. Yeah. But, you know, she's at, like, king level. Yeah. And he walks in while she's having a bath and forces her to stand up. Yep. Yep. So she stands up with her back to him, still covering all the bits. Mm -hmm. And, oh, my God. Oh, I just love it. I just love it so much. (laughs) He... Like, does not fuck around telling her, like, all the things he fit to do and how he is going to, like, there's no, like, slow going here. It's actually, it's fascinating because he starts at a 10. They start, he starts with the physical right away and it doesn't occur to him 
because he's not human like in any way shape or form he does it doesn't occur to him to like try and match her like to seduce her or to whatever and it's like there's a there's a line that comes later that is super fascinating but i'll come back to it but like at this point he's just like you're mortal you're in my court i own you like let's let's go let's go you're gonna be begging for it like literally (laughs) because he can find your flesh and your desires and he can make you beg for it hey okay he so as i'm so sorry listener this is a firmly yes firmly headphones episode yeah okay (laughs) i am going to be reading what he says to her right now do he says so he palmed my cheek his lips taking on a lopsided smirk when i tried to pull away but couldn't Every part of you, my little one, will serve me for eternity, starting with those lush lips. They'll wrap around my length while I thrust against the back of your throat. And once you know the taste of my seed by heart, I will make every other orifice mine to play with, to fill and stretch until you quiver with need, begging me to allow you release. Yeah. Yeah. And immediately I was on board. Yeah. I... Was like my, my saucers brain is like I know this is wrong, but damn, I was on board. <laughs> I was like I'm being seduced. I'm I was uh, and I felt weird about yeah. it. Oh yeah, you're, you're oh, gonna yeah. feel weird. So like weird about it, but like she hears him say that out loud, and God is bless her. She holds her own, yeah. and she's just like. I'm never going to beg. Yeah. It's literally never going to happen. You can do all of those things to me. Yep. It's not going to happen. Yep. And he is like, challenge accepted. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God. (laughs) But he's also, at this point in the novel, like you have to, he is still mean to her, right? Like he is still, as far as he can, he sees her very much as this mortal thing and this mortal woman. And and he has like reasons for he's, you find out later he's been betrayed. So she means nothing to him really at this point. And so like, even like at one point he says, she calls him a king and he's like, oh, I'm a a king. Why don't you bow to your king? And then she like, has to like curtsy to him, like all awkward and naked, half wet coming out of the bathtub. And uh-huh. he says, um, what does he Neil. say? He says, oh yeah, he says Neil, but he also tells her how lackluster even for a whore. Oh, that's right. And he, mm-hmm. reader, uh, I, I, listener, I, I was furious. And she is furious. Furious. And like, and this is huge for her because yes. she had done everything in her power to be useful to her husband yes. beyond yes. the giving him a son so that she wouldn't be sold to a whorehouse. Yes, literally. Yes. Like, literally. And literally. she talks about him like, no, he was a kind husband. Like, he only hit me occasionally. Yeah. And even it was he... like a less than a dozen times, yeah. I think, he beat me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like, she... he only threatened to put me in the whorehouse once. And I slapped him and he slapped me back twice, as was his right. But yeah, he never... Right? offer to do that again totally fine and she is she's not pissed i want to be clear she's not pissed because she thinks being a whore is beneath her it's like a bad thing Mm -mm. it's not about the morality of sex Mm -mm. or being a whore it is because she is like no 
like you are lying about who I am. And it's like another reminder that like to her, her word, her sense of herself mm-hmm. means so much to her. And that's mm-hmm. why she's furious because she knows he's trying to bait her by being like, you're a whore. And she's like, yeah. I didn't suffer riding a dead mule to weigh down mm-hmm. my husband's grave to be called a fuck a whore. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I also think that it's because she is understandably so attached to her agency Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. and ever at every point this society is trying to take it away from her and she's clawing it back yes and suddenly it's just poof gone yes yes and so she's like the one thing i can make sure is you don't call me a fucking whore yeah yes yeah and we love a girl who understands and wants her own agency i also love that but let me tell you listener this book has a fantastic of way of making you very okay with not having agency mm-hmm. because oh this man, God. this mm-hmm. God says stuff like, and I quote, mm, you can't imagine little mortal, how I ache to plunge into your warm flesh to have you again and again until we are both consumed with need. We will redefine the meaning of eternity. We will redefine the meaning of eternity, Kim. Jeez. What mortal Listen. man is going to say that to me? No. No, no. I literally stopped walking when that line happened. Mm-hmm. I did. I yeah. had to, I stopped and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a phrase that's going to stay with me for a long time. <laughs> yes. Cause it is. Holy fuck balls. Whew. But also like, it lets you know, y'all need to, uh, he is a 36 at every situation, if the situation yeah. is a five, he's a 36. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. he is coming in so hot. And this yeah. is like, if you don't quite think this yet, but after a few chapters of sort of reading this, you begin, it's clear that it's like, oh, me thinks this man does protest too much. Yeah, like, exactly. He... Oh, okay. He's trying way too hard to make all of us think he doesn't have a heart. Yes. Yes. It turns out, listener, he's just a broken, broken he's boy. He's such broken, a broken, broken sad boy. He's just a sad <laughs> guy. I love an evil sad boy <laughs> so much. He's just a broken alpha. He's just so and he doesn't know broken. how to handle No, he doesn't. And every exchange between them, whether it's the conversation about being a whore, like anything, it is, it's about words because this book is ultimately about whether or not words matter, which mm-hmm. is wild. Like I have read it so many times. It took me forever to like get to that. Yeah. But it is like... It is every conversation they are having is about whether or not it matters their vows, the things they say about the world mm-hmm. or how they see the world being true. Like everything is about whether or not these words matter. But the tension that it creates between these mm-hmm. two characters, even I... as they are boning, because they're having sex from like like chapter okay. four. Like we, oh, we have so to talk early. about that though. We have to talk about yes. that real quick, though. Yes. Because, so, uh, Orle hands her this gorgeous dress that looks mm-hmm. like it's made of shimmering leaves <laughs> or whatever. And she's like, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my master made this for you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. That also reminds me. The one thing he said earlier that I didn't clock until book 
but until I started book two, everyone. I know. Fuck. Listen. And, but he says at the beginning, you can call me, um, you can call me sire. You can call me king. You will never call me your master. Yes. Yep. Because only the dead call him master. Yes. Yes. And this is very important mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. So she goes out there in this shimmery, dressy business. Um, she's got some leather little shoes <laughs> yeah. on. And she's marking the walls, being like, I take a left here yep. and a Rocco over here. Yep. And like, I do a twist and then shout. And like, that's how I get out. Yep. So she gets to the throne room and he's like, come here. Mm-hmm. They start chatting. And then, I mean, and chatting. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I will say before she gets there, she is so her and Orle are like, uh, like Orly are negotiating. She's asking her questions about like, how many guards are there and blah, blah, blah. And, And it's really, it's fascinating because she's such a practical person she's a practical heroine which mm-hmm. i love and she's very mm-hmm. much just like or like you can't escape and no. she's like listen i hear what you're saying but in order for my brain and my body to like sort of accept that i have got to try i've got to exhaust my options and i'm gonna try yeah. and do it in a way that's not gonna get you in trouble because i recognize on some level we are both trapped here but mm-hmm. like I gotta make an effort. Like, I had to try. Gotta try. So to live with myself because because again, she made promises to her sick dad. Exactly. She made promises to the pregnant women in her village. Yes. She has responsibility and obligations yes. toward these people. And so if she didn't try to sacrifice her life and get out of here, she could never live with herself. No. Principal yes. bitch. Yes. And exactly. One of those promises is to still weigh down the grave of her abusive husband. Yeah. Like she keeps it. bringing yeah. it up Jesus and it keeps Christ. pissing him off more. Yeah. Because he's so, like, he is, I, I mean, it is, again, this is still horror movie land. I mean, the whole book yeah. is horror movie land. But, like, this horror. is still very much horror movie land. Because the thing you don't, when she walks into that throne room, <laughs> she hears, like, this, like, groaning. And there's, like, like it's saying, like, Rrr. and she realizes that it's the throne. Mm-hmm. That is sitting on a bunch of mangled sculpted bodies. Yeah. That are basically mummies. Yeah. Skins. And their souls are bound. Yes. He's doing the Amarantha ring on them. Yeah. The eyeball ring. Yes. He's doing that on them. And it's like, it is, it's, it's, it's written in such a way that like your, your brain, you are reading her brain trying mm. to make sense of all these pieces of information. And then the dawning horror when she realizes what's going on. And meanwhile, yeah. he's like, yeah, come and sit on my lap. Yeah. This, is every, this is everyday stuff. You live here now, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Hill Court's your home. Uh, and then we get went, comfy. In the meantime, he's teasing her, like, were you my good little mortal? And she's just like, not, yeah. I guess. And she's like, oh, so you didn't try to escape at all? Interesting. Because he said, oh, okay. Because we forgot to tell them she woke up fingering herself mm-hmm. for the first time in forever mm-hmm. and has no idea why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as she's standing there in front of him with the, the thing, wah, he, he's like, you're going to want this as much as I do. Yep. 
And she says, I will never want this. Let go of me. He says, mm, so much fight in this mind where every fiber of your body has been starved for my attention. How long has it been since a man touched you like this? And like, he just goes down and he's like, yes. and I bet you were thinking of me when you touched yourself. And she was like, was it you? And he says, he doesn't say yes. He says, who else would inspire such a wanton act yes. in this little mortal. Yes. He never says, because he can control bodies. Yes. Like if he wants her to pick her nose, he had he thinks it and she picks her nose. Yes. So her question is, did you physically make me do that? Right. And his answer is, you just love me so much that yeah. you did it on your yeah. own. Thinking uh, yes. And, and it is important that choice of words, who else could inspire? Because when you were first reading this, it's really difficult because it's like, um, it, he is giving her the the filthiest, the dirtiest of talk, and like I mean, she hands fingering everything is like on page. It's it's super sexy, but at the same time, it's horrifying because you're in her head where she's like, I uh uh fuck fuck this dude. Why am I doing this? Yeah, and, so and it's it's and one of the toughest things I was trying to grapple with. Because the consent is dubious mm -hmm. at best. Yeah. I would, mm -hmm. I mean, it like there, it, there's definitely some non con in here, but, but if yes. you ask me to point to it, I couldn't. No. That's what makes and it that's so also good. Weird. It's so confusing yeah, exactly. where the non con it's is. It's a mind fuck. Yes, yes exactly. It is. it is. It's such a mind fuck because you know that he can yes. control her body. But is he? But. All right. He might not be yes. because she might be so attracted to him. But then I got to thinking to myself, well, just because your body has a physical response does not imply consent. And that does not mean she's not being raped. But yes. then also, ah! it is. And it's interesting that you said that because so like, look, I'm, I'm going to say it now before I forget it. Even yeah, though yeah, it means please, I'm going to jump please. ahead. So no, sorry. what he no. what he says is that later on, he's he's watching her do something. And he says, Ada's, he says something about um, how her, he understood her flesh, but her soul eluded him mm -hmm. because he didn't understand once they're outside and he can't, they go outside for a reason. He can't control her. And mm -hmm. once he, he can't understand why her body wants a thing that her mind doesn't want because he yes. doesn't understand her soul. He doesn't understand her thought process. He doesn't understand like her brain, her motivation, inside, her motivations, her feelings. And for him, in his mind, if the body makes something real, then it is real. And so what you are actually reading for the first part of this now, while you're so confused and uncomfortable, is that exact thing playing out. He's like, oh, she's a little horny. I'm just mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, slide her I'll hand down there. I'll her. just take care of her. This must be. And in his head, he's like, I really don't understand you, I, I put your seems hand. Seems good for you. Yeah, yeah, seems good for you. Put your hand on the thing. Like, what's the problem? Oh, and he literally does not comprehend that, like, 
she can be of two minds about something that her mind and yes. her soul and her spirit is like a separate thing from what her body is physically doing. Mm. And most and so, importantly, mm-hmm. he yes. is a separate thing from the soul and the afterlife yes. because there's multiple brothers that have different tasks. Yes, yes, exactly. So like, it is not him. It's not an excuse. He literally does <gasps> not. He does not know. understand. Right. Yeah. He does Holy not God. understand. He is. Mm-hmm. No, oh my God. And he says, he says, when she asks him what he is, he says something like, um, um, uh, that I am your God. He says, I am um, oldest time and born from nothing. That like, he is just called into being and given mm-hmm. this duty. And oh, so mm-hmm. like, yeah, he does not know. <laughs> just no. just to go back on him explaining what he is, because he has to Please. bring everything back to his dick. Yes! yes. And I quote, I am the heat between your legs, the throbbing in your cunt. <laughs> The moan in your throat, the tremble in your bones, and the ache inside your belly, hungering to make me say it. Oh, was, golly. Yes. Of, wow. No yes. lies detected, but also that says nothing <laughs> to me. I mean, part of me, part of me was like the goddamn hubris, but the other part of me was like, he's not, not wrong. wrong. <laughs> nope. In this first thing, he, like, has her sit on his lap, and they go back and forth Mm -hmm. about, like, if she wants it or if she doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you can go away now. Like, get away from me. But then the moment her feet hit the floor, he grabs her wrist, and he says, a change of mind Mm -hmm. or something like that. And then he's just like, get on your knees. Yeah. And she hits her knees. She herself doesn't know if he did it or she did it. Right. And then he, oh my God. And then he's just like, you're going to give me the blowjob of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And she does. (laughs) And she does. And like, he's talking about how she's going to memorize the... <clears throat> the taste of his cum mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. run your run your tongue from base to crown yeah. slowly. Yes, and he's, he's given pra- orders. He's given orders, and he's praising her the mm-hmm. whole time. He's praising her, telling her how good it is, how good she is. Like it uh-huh. is. Whoo! <laughs> Listen. Also, also, a uh, word. Word trigger warnings here, listener. There's a lot of seed. There's oh, a yeah. lot of quim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, there's one more that I can't remember. But yeah, like there's a lot that quim. I don't know why quim gets yeah, me. But, it's, you know, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's, fi- yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I've literally it's never fine. heard worked. that word before this book. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Swallow me down, my little one. Yes. Ah, such a good girl. Mm -hmm. Spread it across your gums and learn the taste of my seed. Right? Like. Holy yikes. I. It's wild. I was. So then he offers her. I yikes. I didn't hate it. And then I didn't know why. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It was a whole thing. So then he offers her alcohol. Mm -hmm. And he says, oh, but, you know, my woman's hoity. You're going to need a goblet. Mm-hmm. And he does a little, you know, whooshy thing. And the the decaying footman who had been holding the decanter just turns into a goblet that's white and looks like the stone that's all around them. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. no. Then it kicks in because she starts to realize 
everything is made of people and yeah. or animals at the best, but like people. And then she looks at this dress she's wearing. I mean, and mind you, it's a beautifully detailed, it, gorgeous gown. It is couture. It is mm-hmm. couture. Which cracks me up because why is this King of Flesh and Bone also a magnificent seamstress? Right? Right? <laughs> he Listen, can do it all. It only made me want him more. I was like, yes. She looks down at the dress and she is like, what is this made of? And he says, take a guess, little mortal. And she thinks to herself, skin. Yes. And, and like, she's right. Yeah. Yeah. And she is, at that point, she is undone. <laughs> it's, it's information overload yeah. at this point. Yes. Which... She can't process anymore. And like, I get it. She yeah. just slept in a, she slept in a dead people bed. She just bathed in a dead people tub. Yes. Like she's, she's standing on dead people. She's wearing dead people. Oh my God. What are my shoes mm-hmm. made of? She's mm-hmm. thinking to herself, yeah. like all of this is yeah. happening at once. Yeah. And also here's the other thing, because I said he does a whooshy thing and the footman turns into a goblet. The, the other thing that I find so fucking fascinating about this book is that I've never seen a Hades and Persephone retelling that leans into the gore and yes. the disgust yes. so much. Yes. Because this place is foul. Like yes. when, when he does a whoosh, it's it, like he, he does a he does a rapid decay in yes. front of her. Yes. So like he turns green, then black, then oozes, then like suddenly then turns into yeah. bone dust or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like it's and, it's brutal. This place is wildly horrific. Yes. And like, I don't know. He still ends up being a king. Yeah. And he's not, he's not now, mind you, the, it's in a, it's in a state of d- disarray, um, mm. which you, you, it's decrepit. It's decrepit. Yeah. However, even at its most beautiful, it is clear that that beauty is something otherworldly and horrifying and it is to remind you that he is not a human being and like that is like it's part of the reason why like i enjoy this book so so much because she does such an excellent job of writing a god who is truly like truly otherworld like he he actually is like in a way, he's kind of mystified. He's like, I don't... How do you think... He, I he's walking this... around in the fucking dark. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. he's... <laughs> he's like, what? I need this bone. Like, what do you think? I'm the king of flesh and bone. Have you not... Like... Yeah. How, how did you, you think? How you think things what get made? What do you think made? was happening here? Yeah! Like, it's like... So, it is, it is like, it's... So, she, she, um, is undone and is like... Basically, like I, I have to get. The I have fuck to get the out fuck out of here. here. Yeah, I got, I got to go. I like I have to go. go. I got to go. And she's trying to find an uh, an ally in Orle yes. because Orle talks about how she spent a lot of time trying to get away as well, and like it's totally fruitless. But Ada's like, listen, I got to take my turn. And she tries to find out when there's, like, the least guards because the guards are so decayed. She can basically just, like, run through them as long as there's not too many. Yes. And so she finds out the best time to do this is when he's taking care of, like, business and 
Orle is getting her bath water. Right. And this moment arrives. Yes. So she goes trucking outside. Yep. She's batting jawbones yep. off of people. I mean, like a G. Like yep. a fucking straight name. fucking G. Absolutely. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Because, like, there's no, like... There is no, I mind you, this is horrifying. Like it's a horrifying yes. scene. I cannot be more clear, but she is driven on like pure adrenaline. It's like those zombie horror movies. She is fighting for her life and yes. she don't stop for nothing. No. Like, so he confronts her. His his voice starts, you know, just booming around the room being like, where do you think you're going, little mortal? And she just, like, keeps going. There's fucking bone shards coming up from the ground mm-hmm. to create, like, cages around her. Yep. She's battling through it. There's stuff coming out of the floor to, like, make manacles on her <sighs> on her ankles. And she's fucking kicking she's them kicking off them. as best she can. Yes. Yep. Like, she, every. Every yes. fiber of her being is repelled yes. by all of this. And you feel it so viscerally. Yes. Yes. It's a, it is actually, it's a really, it's a really incredible, incredible scene. Like there's one way where she says, gray and brittle, a bracelet of bone anchored me to the ground. Mm. I kicked it with the heel of my shoe once, twice. The third kick shattered it and I pushed myself back into a run, arms flailing for balance as I headed towards the bridge, any bridge. Like this, she, you sense her desperation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so good and also so terrifying. So terrifying. <laughs> and, like, so then we we sort of enter this rinse and repeat cycle oh. that goes on for a little while. Hang on, yeah, hang on. wait. I, no, I don't want to pass this. Kim, tell the people, everything, Kim. Tell the people, Kim. Tell the people. Let me just read it. Let me just read you this page. This podcast is going to be so long. I'm sorry. I know. I sorry. Give a shit. Sorry. <laughs> so she is running. This is after she says, like, any bridge. I was like, fucking any bridge. He's chatting, just like in the distance. You'll never leave me, little one, he said as his smirk sobered into a grim line. Now stop, or I'll have to make you. He could try. Never, she says. Another step. Crack. Crack. <gasps> Pain shot up my legs. I staggered for an excruciating step, then another, as if on bow-legged stilts someone had set a flame. I fell to the ground, palms sliding over the porous bone, chafing me raw. What had he done? I looked at my legs, feeling my lungs deflate and die in my chest. No, I would run nowhere because he had broken my legs. (gasps) It's wild. He breaks this bitch's legs. And here's the thing. She says, you broke my legs. And he says, no, twisted. I twisted them. (laughs) I twisted them, actually. And this is a refrain that happens throughout the book. Like, Orly will say something about it, and he'll be like, nah, it was a twist, though. I twisted it. It's just a little twist. It's It's fine. It's wild because, because, here's Mm -hmm. the thing about this. This is the point where you realize that his decision to sort of play with language means mm. that his commitment to his vows, his oaths, his truth is actually not the same as hers, 
right? Mm -hmm. Because he breaks her legs. And when she says, you break my legs, he doesn't just accept it and say like, yeah, I fucking did. He makes an adjustment. Uh, mm. he, right? he he turns a phrase so that he's it is basically like true. Yes. He's, he's a thing. I was just about to say yes. that. He's a thing. Yes. 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 Because at one point when he tells her his name, he says my true name. It is mm. like, it's yes. And so like all the clues are there, but you just don't know it yet. And it is, I mean, and like, it's you're too mired in the horror of it all yes. to really be able to give it the bandwidth it yes, needs. Yes, it's true. It's true. I mean, yeah. he did just break this bitch's legs. And mind and then, you, I'm still rooting for them. I am already so deeply in love with this man that I'm just like, yeah, he just twisted your legs. Like, why did you run in the first place? Why did you okay, run? I was not on board. I was not on board yet. I was like close. I was on the precipice, but I was not quite on board yet. I was still grappling with my own, you know, sense of decency mm -hmm. and morality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, but, but listener, huh, I'll tell you one thing. By the end of the book, I was saying, it was he twisted. He twisted that. Yeah. Why are you being so cruel to him? Why are it you being honestly so unfair? Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like twisting them. If you did it, Ron, he wouldn't have to do it. Okay. <laughs> what did you want him what did you to do? do? Yeah. Like <laughs> problematic. I problematic. So difficult right now. <laughs> it's so true. It's so well, true. Okay, because then, like, he is a villain. He's a capital V villain. Yes. He knows it. He loves it. He yes. bathes in it. Yes. And now he's going to bathe her in it. Yes. So he picks her up, fucking twisted legs and all. Mm -hmm. He takes her to this hot spring that's in his kingdom. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to do a bath time together. Yeah. And we're we're gonna make this okay. Yeah. So first he's like, I'm you know, I really didn't wanna do that. Yeah. And so I'm what I'm gonna do is make sure that you feel really, really good. Yeah. And he goes down on her for Jesus. For Jesus. Yeah. Yep. So she can like, feel better. Because again, in his mind, if the body feels something, then it's real. It's real. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's and like, it's true. And it's true. So he's like, I fix this. I just make you feel good. Like, because yes. he says, as he does it, he says, I despise pain. Right. Which sounds crazy because you're like, bro, you just broke her legs. But he like he hates it and he takes her pain away as soon as possible. Like she like, yeah. I mean, for having her legs broken, she's like surprisingly like, that was painful. That's fine. Okay. fine. All right. Yeah. But this is, I mean, moving just on. moving on. Like, and so he takes that pain from her because he doesn't, he despises pain because pain is a physical sensation. So if she's feeling the physical sensation of pain, then that is true. Then he is being awful. But as long as mm. she doesn't feel it, he's like, but then she says things like i'm like i'm never gonna want this what else does she say she says a bunch of shit that's mm -hmm. just like we're not i'm not doing this with you yeah. and i don't like i do not consent basically yeah. and he gets real big mad about it yeah because he's just like all of this is confusing because your body is reacting to me in a very positive manner yeah and she says, I hate you. And mm -hmm. he says, only until I kiss you right here. Mm -hmm. And he pinches her clit. Mm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Sir. Like, he yeah. literally thinks she's just lying to him. Yes, she does. Yeah. He does. He he says that. Or at least to from, herself. Yes, he says that from Joe. And he is mystified because, like, the next chapter, you actually get into his point of view and he is talking with Orly and he is like, he just does not get it. He mm-hmm. does not understand it. And worse, he doesn't understand. He says, he talks about love being a curse, right? Mm-hmm. That like he is cursed to have this desire and to want this thing that he can't mm-hmm. actually understand. And he's thinking about her and he's feeling this conflict because even though she is physically responding to him, She's Mm. not mentally responding to him. And Mm. he's like, oh, I actually don't want her contempt. Like, it's like the first time in his brain that he's like, oh, oh, wait. This feels bad. This actually feels bad that she hates me. Like, I can't put my finger on why. I can't put my finger on why. But I don't love it. But I don't love it. So I want to dive a little further into that. Because in the beginning of this chapter, the very first chapter you get from his POV, Orlay is like, will you please just snap her neck and have her brother bind her soul? Because what you're doing is worse than death. It's so cool. He's just like, no. And then he thinks this in his head. I shifted her closer, veins surging with that deep-rooted yearning to rut between her legs until bone shattered around us, setting her ablaze at the core, and myself right along with it, burning so hot together that eternity would lose its dreadful meaning. That proved to be an issue. The dead obeyed. The living warmed. I could not have both. Yes! 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 Like, like, I can't snap her neck because I want her warm. Yes. But also she's not and fucking listening to me. And I don't yes. but also Yeah, and he's he's just realizing that like he also kind of loves that she doesn't listen yes. to him because it's she's entertaining in that way. Right. But I do have to do a tiny rewind. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Um because in that bath uh, something else happened that made me go real. Oh Yikes. yeah. Because he says that, like, because she ran away, she does need punishment. Like, he need, he's going to make, he's going to say sorry for the, the twisty legs by going down on her. And then he's going to fuck her real good in, uh, you know, <laughs> her vaginal canal. Everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, this is supposed to be a punishment, though. And I know that nobody's ever taken you in what she calls her darkest hole. Yeah. I don't know. I've yeah. never heard that before. Did I loved it? Yeah. I don't know. I was on board. Yeah. I was on board. Because it I don't know, it it gave it this um extra layer of taboo. Yeah. Yes. It worked. Because she's not on board. No. And not like at all. and he is not gentle about it. No. And she tears. She is not ready. Right. It's bad. Yes. It's really, 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 really bad. Yes. And then it turns on a dime and it's really good. And so yes. even that is confusing for her, both her and me. Yes, yes. And it is like, and 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 interestingly, interestingly, it is the only thing that he apologizes and feels guilt about, right? Yeah. Because again, physically, he's like, oh, I, that was uncomfortable. You actually did not, I, I, yes. I, I was too hasty. That's on I me. I was too I'm hasty. Sorry. That's on me. That's my bad. And <laughs> not, not the late bit. You, you deserve that. 
But I actually did not want to hurt you when I fucked your ass with no yes. prep. That was yes. I was just really excited to get I, up in there. Yeah, yeah. I just it was, no, but but remember it was supposed to be a punishment. It was. So like think about yeah. that. Yeah. The next time you want to go yeah. somewhere. Like it's it is it's bananas. It is bananas. It is I mean, it's nuts. And she is at this point like oh okay, I'm trapped in this horror. Like, yeah. and you feel her desolation and it's almost like, I would say, I say this now having read it already, it's like, mm. I realized that like from the beginning of the book until she actually consents to him, like it, and wants mm. it like of her own mind and volition, you're basically like, this is a long masturbation scene. Yeah. Like that is essentially what is happening because he is all of her like pleasure and response. It's very one-sided. Even mm -hmm. if she is sort of physically getting pleasure, mm -hmm. everything that he's creating is a farce. And he kind of is deluding himself into mm. sort of like, of course, this that? is working. I think this is a farce. Like, I think there is we'll get to it when his brother shows up but when his yeah, brother yeah. shows up it becomes very clear that like he wants something that she's not giving and he knows mm. that he's not getting it and all mm. of this is sort of like he has this hubris because he says it to orle that like or he says it in his mind that he thinks we don't need love we can just go beyond love. I can just physically make this thing so real and so intense that love and feelings and whatever won't even matter. And right. he says this so firmly, but it's like, you're also like, okay, but you're deluding yourself though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's certainly true. Yeah. You're deluding but like, yourself. Like there's, oh, and, and like she, she plays with it really hard. Uh, the, the author, mm -hmm. cause like, for the next, I don't know, 20% of the book, we watch as they sort of do domestic stuff in hell. Yeah. yeah. Like, she eats, mm -hmm. they fuck, mm -hmm. they bathe, they fuck, she sleeps, they fuck, she has to go outside, he says no, they fuck. Yeah. And, like, there's another moment where... um he says, like, you want this. And she's like, I don't. I absolutely don't. Yeah. And then he says, I'm not going to do anything. I'm sitting back and relaxing. And you're going to take your pleasure from me. You're yeah. going to do what your body says it should do. Mm -hmm. And she does. Yeah. But, like, neither she nor I knew yep. if it was her or if it was him. Exactly. Or if it was both or if it was, like, I, I, I still don't. I yeah. still haven't decided what is real fuck yeah I fuck. the lines are really blurry and as this is all happening they're sort of talking to each other and getting to know each other yeah and he asks her about um her husband and i love this moment right because she's <clears throat> telling him about her husband and about like weighing down the grave she made these vows and blah 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 and, and she's doing a, all the things that Kim said, where she's like, oh, well, he only hit me a couple times. It was that's some, his, like that's of right. And mind you, Enosh, the king of flesh and bone, is listening yeah. to this, and he is like, fuck this dude. Livid. Yeah. He is furious. What do you mean he hit you? He, How dare he hurt How you? How dare you hurt him? Like, exactly. He's pissed. Sir. He's pissed. And 
But here's what's great about it. He tells her this, like, oh, yeah, because he's trash. Like, why would you even do all this for a man who, like, doesn't deserve it? And she's straight up like, oh, look who's pot calling the kettle. Yeah. Let me tell you something about what you've been doing. And she just, like, breaks it all down for him about how, Mm -hmm. like, just telling him, like, it actually doesn't matter that physically I've been doing X. You know that I, like, hate you and I hate it. I've been humiliated. Like, you're, like, all of these different... She just, like, lays it out for him. And she's like, you're actually, like, not that much better, bro. Like... You're kind of worse. You already broke my legs? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Truly. It was a tiny twist. Ever. No, 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 no. And so like, he's like, I, I just, I love that moment. And then she says, she describes herself in a way, my God, this woman, I think she's my favorite heroine ever. She says, mm-hmm. um, cause he's asking her, um, about like, have you been like quiet and obedient? Like, have you been like a good wife? Mm. Right. And she says, quote, I've sometimes been quiet now and then obedient. I've certainly never been both at the same time. Ada. <laughs> oh, shit. Ada would, is a queen. I yeah. would also like to add to the husband scene. She is talking about how she wants she wants him to rest his bones. And he's yeah. just like, I would never do that. I've made a vow not to rest anybody's fucking bones. But mm-hmm. he wants her to promise him that she's not going to run because he desperately wants her to stay with him of his own volition. Mm-hmm. So he's like, mm-hmm. what would your promise cost? And she goes, oh, just rest rest my husband. And, she, and he goes, let me get this straight. You want to trade your freedom for me to rest the bones of a man who hit you? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, you're a fucking idiot. Like, he doesn't <laughs> say that. Yeah, he's, he's like, like you're, you're out of your damn mind. He doesn't understand. She's like, I made a vow, bro. Sorry. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want from me. And it is like, it is, but it, it, there are lots of things I will say throughout this that are awful. Like they, they, as they are doing this thing, sometimes she gets obviously furious with him and he mm. will take her fury like he'll she'll be angry and spitting mad and he'll mm. slow her heartbeat or he'll mm. make her temperature drop and like it is it is the most infuriating thing because for her she's like I, I need to at least angry. yeah I can't even get this angry This is the one thing I have This is the one thing I have and mind you he is in his mind and as far as he's concerned he is trying to seduce her at this point like he's putting in an he's eff- in love he's in love he's putting in he an effort it, but he is he's smitten. whispering sweet nothing yeah kitten. this is actually one of my favorite parts of the book because he is doing everything in his power yes to seduce her to make her happy to whatever and she and he cannot understand why she's getting gradually more listless yes. and why she's sleeping more yes. and why she's just like generally miserable. And he's like, I'm fucking you real good. Yeah. I don't understand what the problem is. I brought is. you warm milk. <laughs> and, and paints and berries and for paints. every meal. You're being very spoiled right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, or laying off like, in the corner, like she needs fucking sunlight, you idiot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, 
And yes, she's, yes. she's saying it. She's saying it. She is, he is trying to seduce her and make her happy, but it is still on his terms. He yeah. has not actually listened to her. He has not. He's not made a single he's concession. not made a single concession. So it's, it's not working. And he's mm. just like, like, there's a great moment where he's like, he's brought her all these books. And the same thing, he's kind of like, what's your problem? Brought you all favorite. these books. And she looks at him and she says, I can't read. Like, what? Were you even? And he like sort of like berates himself a little bit, and he's like, "Of, co- of yeah. course, yes, yeah, a fucking course, yeah." And then like... he's like, "Fine, I'll just, I'll, I'll teach you. I'll teach you to read." And meanwhile, meanwhile she's, head, like, she's well, like, "Fuck, more of his great. attention." <sighs> yeah, like now he's gonna be my goddamn tutor. I love the fuck. It. I love it. Well, and the other thing that I loved about the husband scene is that he said, "If you weren't in love with him." And he wasn't very nice to you. Like, why are you so duty bound? Like, even still. And she was like, she was like, well, I had it better than most. Like, I I had my job and I I had a garden. Mm -hmm. And like, she told you. Yeah. She told you with her mouth what she loved. Like, the things she needs. Yes. And... He we just... find out later that, like, he has access to a place where she could be safe and garden. 100%. But doesn't do it. even think of it. Doesn't even think of it. So, like, at one point, they're in the um, hot springs, and he can't figure out why she's, like, she's being, I don't know, she's, like, cringing away mm-hmm. from nothing. Mm-hmm. And... He's like, what is the matter with you? And she goes, what is that voice? What is that? Like that? Don't you hear that voice? Yes. And he says, and then he just starts yelling into the fucking mist. Yes. Being like, get out of her head. Yeah. Do not do this. Get out of her head. Yeah. And like, come and talk. Yeah. Because you learn that voice from earlier was actually a voice. Yep. <laughs> yes. She is not going insane. She's not it's going motherfucking insane. motherfucking Yaren. <laughs> yeah. My baby! The god of the in-between of thoughts. Yes! It's one of his two brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I... This is... I. This is the point where I realize that I'm unwell. Because yeah. I was like... <laughs> Yaren, listener, you need to understand this mm-hmm. man is un... Hinged. He is the god of whispers, the god of souls. Like, so there are three brothers. Yarin is the souls. That is his realm. So when a soul dies and it detaches from the body, it goes to him. Then the flesh is the king of flesh and bone. It's Enosh, right? And then mm-hmm. Ilium is the other brother, and he's like breath, right? And so like mm-hmm. giving the of, life, of life, making of the breath of, yeah, life, the breath of okay? life. Okay. And, and and earth is his realm. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's like the three brothers, they don't have control over each other. They also can't sense or really understand each other. And so, mm-hmm. like again, it's the same thing where like like, we're like Enosh is like I don't understand the soul. It's actually same thing. Yarin is like I don't actually understand the flesh. Like he doesn't. He doesn't. And you can tell. Oh because, yeah. Boy, Yarin loves a fuck doll. Ooh, yes, he really he does. does. Yes, Yikes, he does. Everyone. Yes, he does. And he's he's listen. He on paper is a complete <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> he the things he does. Are, are wild are wild and i have still never loved a man more like i don't know 
Yeah, okay. What's that's wrong that. with me? That's part of the problem because I, much like Alexis, love a psycho god. Yeah. I usually am down bad for all of them immediately. And I yeah, am yeah. down bad for Yarin. But I think if he ever, if I was ever put into this world, mm. I would run because he's so fucking terrifying. Physical yeah. torture and be like, whatever, it's pain, it'll go away. Mental, because he will drive you insane. Sometimes his fuck dolls just slit their own throat to get away yes. from him because it's that yes. fucking bad. And listen, yeah. I just don't know if I have the gumption. <laughs> no, I, do I know for a fact I do not have the gumption, especially in a place where I don't have my mood stabilizer. <laughs> no. You know? Listen, like, you all can you all can come to the wedding. You'll be invited. I am so excited for you. You can just you can we're happy to have you as our guests in our in our mind in our mind palace. Our mind palace. If this man took me to his mind palace, I would be like this is how it is. Like, I don't, I want to say no, because at, we are about to describe, I want you to keep what we're about to describe about yarn and mine and know that there is nothing that has happened in this book or the next book that has made me go, oh, maybe this wouldn't be good. I'm still on board. <laughs> That's where we're going to leave you this week. Oh, just on the precipice of a psychotic god's mind palace. Patrons, part two is up for you right now. And Alexis and Kim will be back to recap Queen of Rot and Pain to get you that H-E-A. Follow Heaving Bosoms on TikTok at Heaving underscore Bosoms, on Instagram at Heaving Bosoms. And you can check out the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult on Facebook. You can also follow us on Patreon at no charge. And a lot of times I'll put up some free content. If you love the pod and you want more people to find us, give us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening right now. All right, keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love redefining the meaning of eternity. Have a great week. <laughs>